All right. It's week 15. Welcome back. I am your host, Big League Chew, in the playoffs like there was ever a fucking question. And I am joined by two new contributors today. We had to give Phil and uh, the Ginger Ninja some time off. So first, allow me to introduce... He needs quite a bit of an introduction because uh, he started it out with his fantasy name, really just hating on me. Chewing Trouble's been in the league a long time. He's won it, I think, once, maybe twice, probably just once. Tough year, made a lot of good moves, but he's here to tell us his sad story and sing his sad song. Chewing Trouble, welcome to the pod. What's up, guys? Happy to have you, bro. But did you win once or twice? Uh, only won one time. Had a, I think, a few second place heartbreak seasons, but yeah, just one championship for like what fifteen years now. So it's been a, it's been a struggle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are about the averages, though. Just getting to the playoffs consistently is kind of the mark of yeah. Know. And you've heard him laughing in the background. He is here to go scorched earth on all of his haters. <laughs> It is <laughs> Mr. Chow himself. Amir, what is good? Welcome to the podcast. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> nah, I had some time to cool down since last week. Man. I was listening to that podcast in the car like these motherfuckers. <laughs> Dude, I got so to pull it up, man, because I got this text from Amir with no context, just out of the blue. I got to read it. Let me see. What's this say? Where is it? I got to scroll up. This is... First, he starts with the looky eyes. Oh, wait, no. Oh, that's not it. Where was it? Where was it? Oh, wait, yeah, there it is. Looky eyes. Oh, buddy. JK back. Homer starting. Projection margin shrinking. Playing spoiler after listening to all that nonsense pod will be almost as good as a championship. No chance to defend myself from all that shit talk. (laughs) We know it's... Yeah, he came came in high. (laughs) I fucking died. Well, dude, um, things were moving my way. Like at the end of the week, I saw like Adams put up eight points. It's like okay, here's a shrinking yeah. bear. Right as you're talking shit in the pod, I see Adams do nothing. I'm like, all right, here we go. He yeah. thinks he's in the playoffs already. So I just know how fantasy is. I'm like, dude, Homer mm-hmm. starts, and you never know what happens. But then, of course, my team shit the bed anyway. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a good segue into the first segment. So, guys, we're gonna. We got a couple segments. We're going to do a quick recap from last week, and then we'll do a look at the matchups this week, and these guys will make some predictions. So first, the segment we're going to kick it off is called Your Day in Court. Um, Jeremy and Amir have, you know, just like the rest of the listeners, spent a lot of time listening, probably, you know, swearing at their windshield if they're hearing our bullshit. So now is your chance to kind of speak on anything that you might have wanted to say at the time, give any comments, commentary on your season Amir we're gonna kick it off to you you have the floor uh well I mean like I said since last week I had a little time to you know settle in and look and realize that my team just basically sucked um oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no I seriously I had a pretty good draft I felt like I had a pretty good draft I had some guys that I really liked but early on I had a problem where I had depth and I had no one to drop um that made mm-hmm. sense like First week of the season, I had to choose to drop uh, a receiver from the Saints that uh, ended up balling this year, uh, Alave. Alave. I ended up having to drop him. It was him or MVS. I didn't know who was going to be the guy in, you know, Kansas City. So that, like, started off right away 
is a problem. And then my QB situation, like I got to make a move, which was probably a little too quick. Um, but I did believe that Russell Wilson would be like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. and Brandon, you know, how I feel about QBs. Like, you know, when it comes to differential, I think that they're all in the middle and then there's like a few ballers, you know? So like, I, I thought that if I could just have someone, one of those in the middle guys between 15 and 20 points, I'd be okay. But obviously that didn't work out. And, um, you know, my plan overall just didn't work out by having like, I had a couple of slash guys. I thought that that was like Debo, a guy who catches and runs. Then I had Corderell, a guy who catches and runs mm-hmm. and returns kicks. And I was like, okay, this, and early on it looked okay. But, you know, it's fantasy, man. But, um, the only thing I got to say is that yeah, that last – the thing that, like, you know, that last uh, trade where, you know, a couple people were up in arms about it. I mean, they had to, like, really understand where I was coming from at the time, which is my team had to win that week. There was, like, yeah. you either win or you're done. Um, and I wasn't going to win where I was. And I was trying to get another trade going to get Mixon on my team, but then he got injured. Um, yeah, and then, Mixon and Dak would have been nice. Yeah, I mean, it would have been really nice. But Mixon, but I wouldn't have had Mixon. I wouldn't have had him for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I'd have been done anyway. Um, so at that point, I'm like, I'm not really caring how good I make your team. I think that's the issue. Like, I think people are pissed that you got two top running backs out of the situation. But, like, I, at, at that point, like, it just mattered if I won that week. And um, Yeah, just trying to survive. Yeah. Exactly. At the end of the day, yeah. it's, you know – also, like Henry, I we talked about it like the, the two weeks leading up to that. Even though he did okay, and even this last week, I know he smashed against Jaguars. But if you watch the game, like second half, he, the dude was getting pulled down by a fingertip. I mean, he looked yeah. old. He looked a little plodding, a little. And I kind of saw that in the two games leading up to that trade, and thought this is the time to. But you know, Wilson sucked and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been it, yeah, it's been interesting with um and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the in that in the specific matchup, but one thing you mentioned there which I think is of note like when you when we made that trade for Russell Wilson um you know you had said, you know, when you start doing the math, it's really you have the studs and then the next, you know, 8 to 17, there's not much difference. So you were betting that Wilson would be in that range. Exactly. I don't really think anybody thought he'd be ranked 33 at one point right. in the, in the bottom season. five right yeah. and it's crazy exactly you know and the uh, hawk part of it like i thought you know i had mooth and hawk and yeah. i feel like i'm still i was right on mooth i mean firemouth ended up being a top you know top five guy essentially and you know hawk i don't think would have been where he is now had he not been traded i think exactly. he had one really big week when he was still in um you know uh when he's still with the lions but that's about it. So yeah, I thought he hasn't even was... been like that crazy either. Like I've been playing. Yeah. Him every week and I don't know that offense. Fine. That offense is clicking now, though. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of like Hawk on the Detroit offense right now. Well, now we have. you mean Minnesota? No, I'm saying like if he was still. In yeah, if he was still. Oh, yeah, yeah. When the trade, yeah, before, yeah, when you guys traded, like he was still on Detroit. So well, he really wasn't doing much. I mean, oh, he, yeah, I, definitely mean, I was actually start starting, sure, I was starting for yeah. moved over him um, most weeks and, you know, but whatever. And, you know, like you have this information hindsight, you know, and that trade, I think 
hurt me more than anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it is what it is, man. I think next year I'm going to come out with a little bit of different plan. Um, trying to run this thing back, man. Focus my attention on trying to win some money on, on the betting side of things, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. This shit is fun. I'm still in one league, too. So, you know, see how I do on that one. Yeah, man. Um, all right, Jeremy, what you got, man? Um, well, I don't, I don't really necessarily disagree with anything anyone was saying on the pods or in the chat. Um, I think my season really just came down to I had a really slow start. Um, I thought my draft was okay. I had some weaknesses, but I came out the draft with, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Jonathan Taylor, and I, you know, at the time was thinking I got a good deal on both of them. Um, but yeah, I won, you know, winning the first match of going two and zero in the first week and then losing the next eight. I kind of got in that mode where I needed to make some moves. Um, I thought I made a good, a bunch of good moves, kind of fought my way back into it. Um, but yeah, man, a couple bad breaks, um, make a deal for cup cup gets injured the next week. He's done That's for the sad. season. And that was kind of really what did it for me. Yeah. It's um, tough to come back from that. Yeah. You know, I, you know, well, I did make another deal the next week where <laughs> I got rid of ATN and got Alave and Williams um, and got like 80 points out of those two <laughs> in the next two weeks. That kind of kept me in it, yeah. but it was all just false hope at that point. Um, yeah. Yeah. So one so, thing we got one. Oh, go ahead. No. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, you know, next year, I just do a little more research on some guys who I think will be strong to start the season. Because um, it's been like that for the last like three or four seasons, man. It's had some slow starts and just been kind of battling from behind. It's been tough. Yeah, it sucks. We talked about that. It's been the same for me. Like, it just makes it so much more. And because you wait all year for the fantasy season to come around, and then all of a sudden you're one in five, and it's like, fuck, this shit's about to be over a month in. <laughs> yeah. So you start exactly. making all these moves, trying to keep it alive. Um, yeah, and the, yeah, moves, the moves make it fun too, you know? It's like, yeah. you know, things aren't going well. You got a couple of new guys who kind of give you some life. Um, you know, when I look back, I mean, obviously looking back at it now, the deal that, I mean, could have switched everything for me was uh, when I moved, what deal was it? Yeah, I moved Fields and Montgomery mm-hmm. for Cup, you know, which I was stoked about. But then, you know, five minutes later, I'm talking to Sam and he's telling me he's he'd trade me Tyree Kill for Herbert and Montgomery. So, you know, but, you know, I sent the deal formally and it got accepted before the conversation. So, <laughs> you know, looking yeah. back, if I was able to if I was able to make that deal, it's a totally I'm in a totally different position because then I'm holding on to some other guys and I'm probably, you know, one of the stronger teams going into the playoffs. Yeah, that's a crazy what if, because like you said, you were thrilled to get cup, right? Yeah, like stoked. It was a, it was a huge win. And then, you know, looking at it now, a team with fields and hill. Oh my God. Well, yeah. Well, the whole thing is, I literally, I literally traded Fields the week before his forty point, his first forty point performance. Like, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I had no idea that was going to happen. I mean, nobody did. It was just, no. It was the right move. You went out. Finally, got the head out of their ass. I mean, they were like, you know, you wondering when the hell they were going to. Well, yeah, I had. I mean, at that time, I had three quarterbacks. I had, I had Herbert, Kyler Murray, and Justin Fields. Obviously needed to move one of them, um, and I just you know I happened to choose the wrong one. <laughs> it is wild though, to Amir's point, that it took them a season and a half before they were like, "All right, this guy that's crazy fast, let's let him run." 
yeah. it was that simple. They did ten design runs, and it was like, holy shit, this guy's a fucking cheat code. Um, yeah, did you guys see that? Like, somebody put out a video where they showed that like Michael Vick play it was like a seventy yard touchdown run, and they showed his. Yeah. And I mean, he looks every bit as fast as Michael Vick on the field. It's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Dude, that game against Miami where it still blows my mind. He throws, he does, he does a pump fake, and he leaves his feet. He like jumps a little bit, and he lands. And his acceleration is so nutty in his first three steps. Like coming from a jump, he's just gone. And it's like, you know, that type of a weapon. I mean, it's interesting to see how they can adjust because, you know, he you can't run that guy 12 times a game. Um, but, yeah, he's electric. So, um, okay. Well, yeah, I think um, to the point, the slow starts definitely create some pressure. And then from there, you kind of need to get lucky. So, um all right, yeah. let's get well, into I will, I will say, I will say, I do regret the Wilson deal at the end there. Um, my gut sure instinct told me, yeah, I mean, I just, I never wanted to trade Wilson. Um, and I apologize to everybody. Brandon got in my ear. It's the one time. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, one thing I have to say, though. Like, Brandon, this dude, he, he's like, he doesn't give up. He, he doesn't dude, stop, like, man. Every <laughs> this is bullshit. Other day. It's not bullshit. <laughs> like, you literally, I told you no like six times, and, and, and you yo, just keep going. I'm like, That's dude, I told him, I told him Henry wasn't available like eight <laughs> weeks in a row. Had to be like five weeks. That's ago. true. Like, you no, told I'm me wasn't. You told me wasn't available in week five. I checked with you again in week seven. He wasn't available. <laughs> I checked you again within week ten, and guess what? He became available. <laughs> he did. Yeah, you're right. And I think that that's also, you know, something to be said about that. I, I, honestly, this year, I wouldn't have had time to do something like that. You know, with the baby, with the yeah. – and there's no way. But, like, I think in, you know, if you really want to win this thing, because obviously people are committed in this league, you you got to, like, be on it. Like, if I wanted to trade Henry that, and get something better, I need to be not just talking to Brandon. I got to talk to Brandon. I got to talk to, you know, literally right. five, six people in the league yeah. to get the best deal. For it sure. kind of goes to your point earlier where, you know, two seconds after your trade, there was a better deal on the table mm. that you didn't yeah. know about. And, um, but it's, it's hard to put that kind of time in and, you know, you want to win, I guess you, you kind of got to. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's one thing. So just to defend myself a little bit here, like, so to your point the time, yeah. I mean, I have a job where sometimes I travel and I'm just, I'm stuck in an airport. I'm, I'm in a hotel room. Um, but so yeah, we, I actually, when we made that trade for Henry, I had just landed. <laughs> um, and what I told, what I told Jeremy and I told everybody, you're the one that came back with that final offer. Yeah. I just said, I've got, I've got Kirk, he's available. And then you kind of drew it up and I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. And Jeremy, same thing. We were talking on Sunday and Jeremy did tell me, he said, I'm going to keep him. I'm going to go by instinct. And all I did is I said, that's risky. You're going to go and play. You're going to not start two quarterbacks where most times it makes sense to start two quarterbacks is all quarterbacks got to do is throw for 200 yards and two touchdowns. And he's got six, 16 points or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. yeah well, this, I mean, that was my, that was my flaw. I, I was and never so going to start. I was I, never going to start Dalton yeah. over, but I said that I said Wilson that to you or that's all I said. Tebow. And then I left it. And then you, you kept, you take, you kept talking and, let it be known. We had a little conversation and then you said, all right, I'm going to think about it and I'll get back to you. And then you hit me up and said, send it over. So 
alligator tears for you, my man. <laughs> like, the, acting like I'm out there shaking with my hat in my hand. Like, well, to sleep. No, but I think there's a little bit of both because I think you can work somebody down. You know, like I think it can be a little bit of, okay, let's do this, let's do this. And then you're, you know, you're like, no, I'm not going to. And then, you know, you, you, you kind of get to thinking you need to make a move. Yeah, it was. That's exactly what it was. I, in my head, I had already conceded that. In my head, I had conceded that, okay, if Debo Samuel's active, I'm going to go ahead and do the deal. And then news came across that he's going to be playing. And I was Debo's like, been a bitch all year, honestly. Yeah. Like, Fuck Debo. I, I was yeah. honestly, that part of the trade, I was like, I don't give a damn. Good riddance. I was happy so, to give him Debo and keep my dude. Like, he was just. And I will. And I'll agree with you that, you know, so one, one thing, two points to that. Um, what I hope you'll admit is that if I'm keeping the conversation going, I'm usually offering something different, right? Like, it's not like you're like, I'm just not going to do it with players A, B, and C. And I'm like, come on, dude, take A, B, and C. I'm like, all right, well, let's switch C for D. Let's do this, right? Like, I'm usually furthering the conversation. Um, and then what I'll say is, Phil. Right. Phil's a great example. My trade conversations with Phil last about three seconds. Because <laughs> I'll hit him up and be like, hey, dude, you interested in this person? And he'll be like, I don't know, maybe. And I'm like, well, I've got him. Do you want this person? And he'll be like, no, I have no interest. And I'm like, okay, cool. I guess we're done here. So it does <laughs> take two to tango. Um, but I can also, you know, because that is annoying, right? It's no, it's no fun if someone's just badger in your ear. But I like to think that I'm trying to creatively further... Uh, no, and and part of it, we're just we're obviously just bullshitting with you, but um, it's, it's hard <laughs> on you. But um, it, you know, super it, salty. It, it, it's also like if you're like I said, you know, busy. If you got a lot going on, somebody is actually reaching out. Hey, let's make a trade. Hey, it's easier to doing the work deal with yeah. that person. Yeah, absolutely. So you can't knock you for that. I mean, yeah. doing the work. And, so, oh, yeah, well, I, I know also, that I'm going. I'm going yeah. into next year now, and ain't nobody gonna trade with me. I need to have a lights out draft in my team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, man. Everybody's gonna be real careful. Everybody. Yeah, definitely gonna be skeptical. <laughs> yeah, like who's trade Brandon? Nah, man, I don't know. There's gonna be like a handicap on it, a tax, the Brandon tax. Um, all right, let's get into week 14 recap. So we'll go through these, these pretty quickly. Um, it was a fucking eventful final week, even though a lot of the stuff was already predetermined. Um, so the first thing we had Sambo and Najee going at it for the one seed. Sambo beat Najee by five points on a week where both of Najee's quarterbacks got injured. Um, Mark Andrews put in another shit week because he's got a bad quarterback. And Judy and his 29 points, which was maddening for me, who was going against Russell Wilson, um, was on the bench for Najee. So my question my question to you, uh, to both of you, is first, Jeremy, should Sam be worried that he was only able to beat a guy by five points, putting up 130 on a week where both that guy's quarterbacks went down? I mean, it's fantasy football. Everyone should be nervous every week, especially in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So the thing that happened with Sam's team last week is exactly what can happen with it. Is you know, he's got all he's got these studs that are just going to perform and then if he doesn't get a decent week out of the other guys, he's kind of going to be an average team. Mm. Um, it just hasn't happened all year. He's kind of been lucky in that the guys he's picked up and kind of placed have, have performed. But you know, you know, he got he got ten, he got eleven points out of his running back position last week. 
where, you know, that just hasn't really been happening this year. So, you know, when it comes down to it, though, when it comes down to it, he's got he's got Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, <laughs> Jalen Hurts, and friggin' Justin Jefferson. I mean, I'd feel better. I mean, if I was him, I'd feel pretty good about about his chances. Well, also, like, gotcha. with guys like Zonovan Knight, you know, he's got – like, he had him on the mm-hmm. bench last week. And you pick up somebody yeah. like that who is a bell cow this late in the season, um, you know, and yeah. he had – I think he had People yeah. Jones who's been kind of – Yeah, yeah, People's Jones on the bench, on the bench too. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and he's been helping him yeah. win all year because I know I lost to him. People Jones scored like 20 points. I mean, he uh, – Good point. So he made some questionable moves. I mean, I guess because it didn't really matter last week. But, um, you know, Mark Andrews, I guess, you don't know who's throwing him the ball. That's the only downside. But his roster is – I mean, if he loses, I don't think he can feel bad about losing. <laughs> yeah. He's got the That's... best team, and he should win. Um, so, you know, you lose. That's just fantasy football. Yeah, so it's, I guess you guys are saying he shouldn't be worried, and it's a good note that he did have 32 points left on his bench between Knight yeah. and uh, Peoples Jones. Yeah. Okay, so Andrews is a, to... Andrews is the biggest question mark though for yeah. sure. He yeah, he yeah. had he had Njoku, and when when Likely was playing, I feel like Likely was probably even outperforming Andrews. It's been a really weird year for Andrews. I mean, that whole offense has looked bad, and I mean. Huntley is playing, um, but it's an interesting. I've got Andrews and uh, Chigi Aganku. Aganku, I probably mispronounced his name. Um, yeah. And that's kind of a decision, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that if uh, Traylon Burks isn't playing, I'm definitely going to play Aganku. Um, all right. So moving on to the second matchup Gasman beat Bryso. Uh, this was really just kind of for seeding. Gasman got 24 from the New England defense. Bryson got hoodwinked by Pete Carroll and the Seahawks saying Tony Jones would be the starter <laughs> and proceeding to give him like one carry. Um, <laughs> and then he also got crushed by the Boyd injury. Um, other notable things here, Mike Williams finally came back and he balled out 20 points for Gasman. It's a huge win for him. I tried getting him in the trade for Brady back, but Gasman very astutely would not let that happen. And then the last thing that's interesting here, Brock Purdy put up 22 for Bryson. Mm-hmm. Um, which was a big pickup here this late in the year where his quarterback two positions, he's had Heineke in there. So he's got that yeah. decision, Heineke versus uh, Purdy, who he is starting Purdy this week, who currently has what, he's, he's got 15 points. Yeah. So yeah, I guess, you know, both those guys, we'll talk a bit more about them and their matchups. So they advance. The next one was CD. Monster week, 177 points. He quickly snuffed out Burnzone's chance uh, to pull an upset uh, and make the playoffs. 39 points from Evan Ingram, current tight end four. And then the notable thing here on a week where Lamb, Nuke, Nuke, uh, Hopkins, Amon Ra, and Etienne scored less than 30, he scored 177. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty wild. Um, yeah. He did it with uh, Lawrence went off. Yeah, Sanders went off. Etienne or Ingram went off. So um, and Goff had a big game too. Goff had a monster game. So we'll talk more about him in his mat in the matchup this week. His his roster is really interesting. And then just to kind of round it out here, uh, Smitty and Mixon both failed to win. Um, Smitty lost to you, Jeremy, by point seven one. Tough week. 
Um, yeah, he did Kyler, Kyler got Kyler got less than a point that game as well, going out in the first quarter. Um, <laughs> Matt Jones, Matt, Matt Jones, Jones eight, eight points from Mac Jones. I let him know about that one. <laughs> um, Mixon lost to day after tomorrow. Uh, nice job, Stevie P, going out with a win. Um, he got thirty points uh, day after tomorrow from McKinnon, which McKinnon's kind of a monster now. And then poor Bill, dude. We got to tell this quick story about our other league, which I know this is largely boring, but Jeez. all right. So in our other league, Anchor, it's a keeper league, and you can have up to three keepers, and it's a snake draft. You can trade draft picks. I'm not going to bore you all with uh, the details, but I had a pretty stacked team going up into the trade deadline, but there's this other guy in the league named Austin whose team was also very, very stacked. I was pretty convinced he was going to do a trade with one of his best friends to land, to, to land Eckler and um, A.J. Brown, which – would have made him about an 85% chance to win the championship. So ahead of the deadline, I sold my team off. I sold four players, CMC, Higgins, uh, Hill, and another one to Bill for his first round draft pick next year. Bill had a good team. He now became probably even part or even, I think, a stronger team than um, Austin going into it. But he paid a steep price. First round pick is huge. So anyway, a couple injuries here and there. It comes down to the matchup. Um, this week and Bill had T Higgins and I don't know if everybody else knows, but this, the Bengals pulled some bullshit. Higgins got injured in warmups and they didn't say anything. That's like absolutely against the rules. So Bill, like millions of other people started Higgins, got nothing for him. And then Bill went into his matchup last night, needing Kyler to put up like, I don't know, a regular night Monday <laughs> night gets injured yeah. Yeah. and he's out. So he, he's done. He doesn't have his first round pick next year. He doesn't have a second round pick either, by the way, because I got that off of him. Yeah, Bill's playing for morale next year. (laughs) 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 You know, but that's what's kind of fun about keeper leagues, which I've debated with our league, and I think I like keeping it redraft. But he, I mean, he's literally probably going to go into the league next year, draft his team, and then be like, okay, guys, my players are up for sale, right? Like, yeah, it's that's what I did this year. I didn't have a second round pick after the first four weeks. I was just basically looking for the best deal. To get more yep. picks and then finding good keepers. Luckily, I got I got Watson and uh, dang, who else? Are I got a couple of good keepers. I got Watson in that league. He's like a 14th round keeper. I like that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it, anyway. it, adds a, it adds a fun element to it. And Bill played really well. Just some fucking stupid luck there. So anyway, he had Higgins in this league. He also got hit by that. Um, and then round uh, finishing it up here in what was easily the most exciting and terrifying matchup uh, for me, obviously, personally, was I barely beat Amir, <laughs> which well, no, you was in like, well, it was like 15, had... but there was, it wasn't kind of decided up until like, I guess, midway through that Sunday night game, but yeah. you were in my ear throughout the day. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so much fun. I mean, I don't have anything left, right? So I was just like, let me have fun with this. That's the, I'm working the waiver wire that week. You know, like finding like, hold up, Homer, is he going to start? You have him. Dobbins came back. I was like, oh, this is shaping up kind of nice. <laughs> it was so poetic because, I mean, I'm sitting there and it's week 14 and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me universe? You've got me sweating. Oh, yeah. and Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson put up three touchdowns. Russell Wilson and 250. Is going I was like, Whoa, what is going on here? Yeah. That did come <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. I've talked so much shit about him. Mr. Unlimited was like, yep. Going to poke you in the eye. But yeah. Um, 
the Dolphins struggled, but yeah, the the team got did enough, got the win. So did you see? Uh, did the, you see the quote about Russell Wilson from uh, from Travis uh, Kelsey? Kelsey? Oh my god, dude! That's no, so funny. what do you oh say? Oh my god, dude! Uh, he basically it's just called so him cringy. like a, a robot, like weirdo. He's like, yeah, he's like, I talked to him, but it's like talking to someone who's obviously trying to figure out what you want, what they like, yeah. what they want them to say, and like you know, he asked he was trying to like. Yeah, he was like matching his accent and stuff. Yeah, and then he asked him if he likes. Uh, what, what did he ask him? If he well, likes? he said, he said, he said, "Do you think people who who like Harry Potter go to hell?" Yeah. And he's like, "I don't know, man." And then they were talking about <laughs> something else for a little while, and he was like, and then he was like, "Who's, your, he was favorite like, Who's your favorite Harry Potter, Potter character?" And he goes, "Hagrid." He goes, "I'll pray for you." <laughs> you know, dude. Wait, you gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. So. Nah. Kelsey is asking him if he thought that Harry Potter, Harry Potter fans go to go to hell. Yeah. No, no. Wilson Russell Wilson asked. was asking Travis Kelsey if he thinks Harry Potter fans go to hell. Right. Oh my God. Kelsey's like, I have no idea. And then, like a couple <laughs> wow. minutes later, he's like, Who's your favorite Harry Potter character? And Kelsey's like, Hagrid. And then, when they end of the conversation, he goes, I'll pray for you, and he walks away. <laughs> Dude, yeah. And the part about him trying to match his voice and like trying to yeah. match his That's accent, tough. it's just so weird. It's yeah. it's it's ultimately sad. I mean, I remember hearing about like when he was coming out in the draft and there was a quote where they said that his dad would rehearse press conferences with him when he was like a teenager, like to give him practice. And it's like, yeah, there's just some strange orchestrated sure. fakeness going on. Which well, that was, was RG3, really... man. Being a Skins fan when RG3 came to the mix, you know, that's He's... exactly what it was. He He's just so socially in awkward. Has like no yeah. tact, man. It's just... Dude, and that's the thing. I thought I was about to lose to the fucking Danger Witch last weekend, dude. I was like, yeah, <laughs> be fucking shitting me, dude. So sweet. But... Oh my god, I would have <laughs> never stopped if that. I would have let you hear that all off season for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there's ways. There's ways to lose, which actually do, you know, make it compelling. Which I would have hated, but that would have been hilarious. But yeah, that is wild. Holy shit. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, look it up. It's pretty funny. That, that's crazy. Um. All right. So, real quick, let's give some high notes on the dearly departed here. The three teams that are now uh, f- uh, formally out of contention. So first, uh, mixing it up, high level with Bill. Um, <laughs> this dude very admirably. I, I remember saying it on the first pod that with with Phil that he had a ton of depth and he'd be able to make a lot of moves. So he was an interesting to watch. A team to watch and holy shit that was an understatement <laughs> dude did a complete team makeover um he did the chub chub trade which if i'm remembering it correctly he kind of lost that right like chub didn't really do much since he yeah, got he gave, he gave up he gave up sanders and d hop um and he got chub yeah. and maybe like another small piece but yeah i mean yeah, I mean, it's interesting because at the time, Sanders, they have Sanders in another league, and he's blown up now. But at the time of that trade, I think Sanders was still kind of, you know, hit and miss mm-hmm. each week. He was, mm-hmm. and then Dehoff was just coming back. So, you know, it's crazy, though, now when you see what Dehoff and Sanders have done. Yeah. yeah he hit it in the moment, but it, it definitely didn't work out for him. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, you told Chris. You told Chris at the moment he lost that trade. I mean, Chubb at the time was, I think, the number one or number two running back it was either him or Eckler. 
But yeah, yeah spoiler I mean, alert, I always tell Chris he loses trades. Yeah, no, we know. <laughs> Even if he wins. <laughs> yeah. Like Chris said, though, you know, D-Hop coming up with some fresh legs, especially off the steroids, man. It's kind of a scary, mm-hmm. you know. I saw somebody, because uh, he, when he got popped for that, he's like, just wait, my story will be told. And somebody retweeted it when he came back, and he's like, did he ever tell this? Like, <laughs> did he ever have anything else to say? Or yeah, no, it was just steroids. Okay, moving on. Actually, we um, got a, we got a shout out someone in the other league who nicknamed uh, DeAndre PE DeAndre Hopkins on his team. That's a good one. That, those are usually cringy, but that's pretty good. Um, it's crazy when you right, stay Mick- in his team, though. I mean, I know we'll move on to the next one. When you look at his team, you're like, this team's not in the playoffs. It's pretty pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, Mixon, that's what I was just going to say. Like, Mixon was pretty strong but got injured in crunch time for him. That yeah. really hurt. And, yeah. I mean, Cooper's Chris been was strong saying, all year. Higgins has been yeah. pretty damn good. Zeke, I guess, just took off more recently. Um, yeah, but Chubb, mm-hmm. I mean, Burrow, it's a pretty good team. I mean, they not make the playoffs. Quarterbacks so. are solid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's surprising. Well, to be fair, um, this team wasn't his team like two weeks ago. Yeah, that's true. Point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, moving on to Smitty here. So um, I think if I remember correctly, kind of a tough draft. Um, he had some, he got some stars, but not a lot of depth. Um, Lamar and Fournette were pretty disappointing for him. He also lost out on that Jacobs trade he got. He got uh, Saquon, who was fine, but Jacobs went off, right? And then ultimately ended up trading Mahomes for Mac Jones and Najoku. Stephon Diggs. Oh, that's right. He did get Stephon Diggs. That's right. I mean, I know you want to trash him for that trade, but he he did get, like, the number three receiver in the NFL. He did. Diggs has been good, too. And actually, at that point, I mean, it was getting a little shaky. I mean, Diggs is obviously an elite talent, but Allen has not been very good. Um, so you're starting to wonder, is that elbow going to be more of an issue? Allen's still getting it done with his legs. He's getting Diggs the ball enough to be still a top-five guy. But, um, yeah, not a terrible trade for Lenny. I think, as I said the last time, it was more that he just traded Mahomes to the best team in the league. But I'll just say this. I mean, we, I've been giving uh, Lenny a, a bunch of shit, but – this was his first year in a auction draft. It was his first year in a superflex. He did a pretty fucking good job. <laughs> yeah. He had a really strong start. His team was looking real good out the gate. Yeah. And then just, you know, when when someone like Lamar Jackson just goes from nuclear to non existent, yeah. it's kinda hard to come back from that. And Barkley kind of took a step back too. Like yeah, he trades for Berkeley, and then he just he's not the same, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fournette Bar- started to get kind of banged up, and, you know, so. Fournette's been serviceable, though. He catches so many passes. Like, even though, like, he'll have, like, 80 yards a game, but it's, like, seven catches. So, he's always kind of in that, like, 12-point range, it seems like. Yeah, he – he had that. He Except started for a 16 couple weeks, points, yeah. and then he, he didn't break ten points again until week four. Then he had two blow up weeks, and then he's kind of just been hit or miss. Uh, yeah, right around week seven, he started kind of tapering back when they started getting white the ball more, and then he missed the game. I think the injury, and when uh, yeah. back, it's been kind of split time. Um, yeah, so. that offense has been busted. Their offensive line. I mean, I remember saying at the very beginning that was what worried me is that their offensive line was all new and. It has been the biggest issue. They're horrible, and that offense sucks. 
yeah. which is wild because they have a lot of weapons. Um, but yeah, so ultimately, Smitty, I'd say good job by you. Um, I've definitely drafted worse and done worse in a, this format after playing it for a lot of years. So, um, yeah. Any other comments on uh, on Smitty? Um, no, like I said, I think his draft, he, he drafted really well. Um, he definitely lets his opinions be known. <laughs> um, pretty colorful guy. I mean, you know, good addition to the league. Um, I think, I think, I think, I I just think that he, he probably goes a little too far with some of his, his, uh, his opinions. The rage. His grandmother is definitely sick of hearing him out. Derek Henry, I can tell you that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we love Smitty. You know what? Um, in a vacuum, too, you know, I would, I would defend him a little bit, I guess, even though, you know, it's kind of the, the conversation was a little annoying when it happened. But in, in a vacuum, like I've told other people about the trade, too, and they're like, yeah, yeah I wouldn't have done that trade. And I mean, I get it. Like, it's Derek Henry. But, you know, part part of what I was getting at in that whole you know, back and forth is we've all been doing this a long freaking time, right? Like I know it's like 15 years. Yeah. I mean, I I know it's Derrick Henry. Yeah. You know who you're trading away. (laughs) I mean, I know what I'm doing. You know, it sucks. Like I don't want to trade them away. I don't want to be missing the playoffs and throwing my money in the trash. Right. Mm -hmm, (laughs) It's like, mm -hmm. it's not what I play for, but uh, you know, you also got to understand that like, I'm not doing it for you or even for Brandon's team, like getting better or whatever. I'm doing it to try to make my team better, you know, and if your team gets better in the process, then so be it. Like it, I can't do anything about that. So that's the, that's an interesting point too, because that's one of the things that Smitty was mad about. He was telling me, he's like, you didn't have to give up anybody, your top, like enough for you to listen to a few players. And I was like, but that doesn't matter, dude. Like that's That's also not true. You gave up two starters. You were t- you yeah, were starting exactly. two of those guys weekly. I mean, yeah. you gave up Kirk and you gave up, so it's not like you didn't give up. Yeah, you didn't give up your top top guys, but you know I. And it's it's irrelevant. I, it's irrelevant yeah, to exactly. the deal, really. And I, I may I have think, been um, able to fight you for I don't know. What's the Green Bay receiver? But he was on buy anyway. I, I may have been able to talk you into yeah. someone. I don't know. Brandon was trying to get me to send him. Garrett Wilson and somebody else for dude, him. Dude, I was giving up Derrick Henry. Yeah, dude, I, I, was, I wasn't going to send a, I wasn't going to send Watson for anything cheap. That so this is what I'll say about some of these trades that happen late, and I've said this to Brandon a few times. When you have what is it, a week fourteen trade deadline, and the standings were as close as they were, yeah. and there's people who really have a they still have a shot, but it's pretty small percentage. You're going to get right. trades that people don't like exactly. because. They exactly. have to move pieces mm-hmm. to win that week. Yeah. And, you know, 100%. and it's, it's going to seem a little lopsided, but it makes sense for that person. I mean, yes. that's just, it's really just a symptom of how, like, how close and tight it was this coming down to the wire. Yep. And yep. none of us want to lose, man. We want to get in the playoffs. So, you know yep. what? We're going to get rid of some people that we normally wouldn't, we wouldn't yeah. for, and it's just, yeah. and the, what it is. the other thing, the other thing too that's important to know, right? Like, this is how it goes. We all know these players and these premier players like Derrick Henry, these names like Lamar Jackson, right? They have this high rec name recognition. We have these memories of these people just balling out. 
for every player's career, there's those moments where it starts to change and people can be a little bit ahead of it and, or you're behind it. And one thing I've noticed with Smitty is he's definitely always holding on to that kind of early season grade. Right. And Derek Henry. Yes. He got his elite workload. He's going to get all the goal line carries. He's still very good, but anybody that's watched that team closely has known like they're not crushing people anymore. And he definitely had some question marks around him. So my point is, is just when these big names fly out, like, you know, we, we, if, if Smitty would have traded Lamar Jackson for somebody that we thought was a little bit undersold in week four, we'd been like, Oh my God, what are you doing? And then we would have seen the rest of the season been like, damn, what did you know? Right. <laughs> like, right. You know what I'm saying? saying? So there's, there's stuff like that, that not everybody's seeing right. the game the way that you are. You know? Even on a lesser example, like the Kareem Hunt one, right? Like Kareem Hunt. Yeah. He's a name that everybody used to trust. I think someone made a comment in the uh, chat, you know, you're trading a viable flex, and I, I read that, and I'm like, when is when is when's the last time Kareem Hunt was a viable? Dude, player? I can tell you when it was because I saw somebody tweeted about it. He had a 15 point game one time this year. It was week one. Yeah, that's it's it. Ridiculous. And then since then, he's, it's been like two points, four points. It's been five like points, six. Like it's, yeah, and it's really so. When that trade happened, and people were, I don't know who it was, that was like up in arms about it. I'm like, are you serious? Like, I'm getting my. I'm getting my handcuff and I'm getting rid of a guy I've never played. And team context is also important, right? You had such right. a deep team. You had like five Kareem hunts. Like it didn't really make sense for you to carry right. that. So yeah. Yeah, you also oh, don't oh, want to oh. have to think about Kareem Hunt, who you can't play, possibly coming in and putting up twenty, you know, and he's on your bench. Really like, good point. That's another yeah. thing too. Like you don't wanna you don't wanna have to deal with that decision. So it's like yep. if you can get someone who's a value to you, like a handcuff for your top running back, then why not do it? I mean, right, right. 100%. And that's something that fortunately or unfortunately, like I haven't really had a deep team and I've, I haven't been saddled with a lot of those start sit decisions and they, they do suck. <laughs> like yeah, I haven't had any of that. Next season. I think I, I, I may have to think about that. I try to go deep and I, I feel like it's hurt me both years, the last two years. Um, and try to like spread my money out and draft and but you know I, I had a fairly deep team but then I had just a bunch of guys where it's like okay yeah. this this ten pointer or this ten pointer you want to get gonna... yeah you want to get your depth around mid season like through the waiver wire because yeah. then there's people who needs who need stuff that you might have right. and that's when you can really do like. The two for one deals are you land superstars mm-hmm. for yeah. for like you know a couple of decent starters yeah, yeah and it's right. just but yeah having yeah. depth early on is just like a crapshoot because yep. it's like who do I start you know you're probably going fifty fifty on the right decisions at first you know yeah. and then so yeah I mean I I think like what basically that's what Brandon did this year he had a slow start he built some depth got some extra quarterbacks along the way and was able to. Because it was so tight, he was able to swing some deals that would never happen if the playoffs had been kind of set early on, you know? If, if the playoffs had been set, if there was, like, a top-tier level of, of teams, like, in, if it was set in Week 12, Brandon's team probably wouldn't be in the playoffs because all the moves he made to get where he's at were in the last few weeks, and now he's got a strong team with a shot to win it all. Well, I remember yeah, the discussion it's, it's... we had last year, Brandon, where you wanted to keep the league uh... The same amount of weeks. Um, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we talked about doing the two-week playoff. Yeah, uh, yeah. and I don't know the two-week you, championship. 
it's a little tougher to come back when you start slow when you have that shorter. <laughs> yeah, dude, they definitely need it all, all the time, man. I mean, it um, it's a it's a really interesting point, and like just to kind of wrap that up, but a hundred percent, right? Like that's when you're trying to start a, a conversation with somebody about a trade, right? You're trying to bring some value, but understand where you have leverage, right? So obviously, if Amir is crushing, he doesn't want to get rid of anybody that he doesn't have to but right. if it's getting fucking dark out <laughs> and things are looking bleak you got to start doing some big things to shake it up and try to win so yeah you know, people are a little bit more interested you know in, in shaking it up but, i was in the darkness uh, the entire year <laughs> it started yo i'm telling you basement that, bros. there was a little bit of light when i was like all right i got herbert kyler atn walker cooper cup Keenan Allen's coming back. Higby was balling at the time. I was like, my team's actually looking pretty strong. You know, I won like six in a row, and I was like, man, I can make a run for this. And then Cooper Cup goes down, and I was just like, that's it. Yeah. Man, season's yeah. over. It's tough. That's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Dude, um, I mean, side note, not to bring in my other league, but I had to drop these guys in the past like four weeks. I dropped Debo because these all these guys are getting hurt. Literally, all my starting yeah. receivers are gone, and somehow I'm still in the playoffs, and that's the 10-team league. But it's – yeah, man. It's – you got to – you lose somebody like Cooper Cup, it's tough because he's putting up 20-something points a week. And, well, yeah. Well, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. When, when you're grinding the whole year and then, like, you finally land the guy. Well, yeah, especially when you just got him, too. That sucks. Yeah. Dude, that's that's the thing about this game that sucks, right? Like – that's the same thing, right? I, I did all those things to get, make those moves, and then Jimmy G breaks his foot. It's like, okay, fuck it. Like, <laughs> I don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah, you were so um, bad. That was, that was pretty bad. That was funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, okay, let's get into the two matchups that we have here, and we'll wrap this up with some predictions. And, man, we might be in under an hour. Look at that. Um, Doing well. Okay. So, first, we have the number three, uh, Chew CDs Nuts. Fuck you, Chris. Um, he is an 11-point It's, it's Chew on CD's nuts. Chew on CD's nuts. I was a typo. Um, <laughs> he's 11-point favorite over Bryso 07, which, by the way, I love that Bryso has just kept his handle. <laughs> he has done nothing to change it. Um, so, all right, a couple interesting things here. I want to get some uh, opinions from you guys. We've got Josh Allen against the Dolphins versus Lawrence against Dallas. So, Trevor Lawrence looked fucking Good last week. And yes, uh, the Titans were banged up in the secondary, but he looked really fucking good. Now he gets Dallas, and Dallas is interesting because their defense has looked at times lights out, but they were kind of banged up and they barely beat the fucking Texans. So, yeah, what a strange game that was. In, you know what, though? I take, I take you back to early in the year, though. Philly um, played Houston, and Houston almost beat Philly. Philly was undefeated. And I remember that because Washington played Philly not long after that, and I feel like used their game plan to help beat True. Philly. Well, Houston has a sneaky good, like, defense, defense. and it's, it's yeah. their pass defense. Yeah, yeah like, they right. give up a lot in the run, yeah. but they they don't give up a lot of points. Yeah, no. and I think, you know, I don't think people give them enough credit for last week. I mean, Dallas, I think they are one of the better teams in the league, but it's, it's the NFL, man. And Houston's defense – and you know they yeah. just did a couple things right on offense, man. A couple things in the running game, and they had what's the, the quarterback tight end they had in there, slinging it, running the ball a little bit. That helped them. Um, 
Yeah. What's his name? Driscoll? Driscoll, yeah. They they ran him, like, I think, like, 35 snaps. He was out there. Mm-hmm. So Who's tight end eligible in Yahoo? I'm actually playing yeah, my tight end wow. this week in my talkers. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> So, question for you guys on this one. Um, Lawrence, right now, he's projected at 17 points. Jeremy, does he go over and, or, or over or under 20 points against Dallas? I think he's going to be right around that 20 points. Um, so, I will say this. Jacksonville's defense is underperforming this year. But the last couple of weeks, they've been playing better. If... If if their defense plays well, I don't think Trevor will have a big game because they won't have to throw the ball as much. But if Dallas goes out and scores and scores a bunch of points, then yeah, I think he could hit that twenty point because he, he's actually been running the he's actually been running it a lot more too. He's uh mm-hmm. last few games but and he's getting up around like fifty the, yards. Yeah, I know you watch the Jags pretty closely. What about that offensive line? I don't really follow them that too much. You think that they're gonna be able to hold against the Dallas from? I mean, probably not, but the good thing about Trev, man, is he, he can get out of the pocket and still make all the throws. Um, very mobile, can throw to all parts of the field while on the move. He can keep the ball. Um, he's sneaky yeah, he fast. Like, I, you know, I've, I've lived in Jacksonville for, what, 18 years, and I can tell you this is the most excited any, that anybody around here has ever been since I've lived here. He's got, you know, this is a big game for him, too, because he kind of had his signature win against the Ravens a couple weeks ago. They go out and smack Tennessee in Nashville, which they haven't done since, like, 2014. Um, And now we got Dallas coming to town. So, you know, I think he's probably pumped. He's probably – he's pumped up, man. And uh, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see him put uh, up 25, 30 points. I think he eclipsed the 20, though. I mean, look, he's eclipsed it three out of the lot. Four, three of the last four games, I think, and mm-hmm. like you know, like you said, he's been running a little bit, and I think he'll run for probably 30, 40 yards okay. in this game. He'll so have you're going to go. with the over. I think so. Okay. I think Dallas is going to. I think they're going to score. I mean, I think Dallas is going to put up at least twenty eight, thirty points. So, Travis. Okay. Um, All right. I, so, moving to uh, the other side of it, we've got Lawrence matched up against Allen. Uh, Buffalo. This is Saturday night. Buffalo's at home. They're expecting snow. Obviously, the field to be cleared. Thirty degrees. They're used to it. Miami's defense has looked sus, <laughs> to say the least. Mm-hmm. Allen is projected at twenty-five points. Um, I guess is this a smash spot for Allen? I'll go to you first, Amir. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a simple answer. <laughs> yeah. okay. I think he'll I think he'll run for maybe a touchdown and like fifty five yards. I think he'll throw for another two something. I think yeah, he'll probably score thirty points yeah. in this game. Uh, He's tough. He's gonna I mean So he did twenty points against the Jets, seventeen against New England. You're saying he goes over twenty five against Miami? I think so. I think Miami's okay. it's like you said, man, Miami's defense has not been very good. Lately, I mean, yeah. they they just haven't, um, which is weird because last year I thought that they had one of the better defenses. I don't know. I thought they were just on the up on defense, and they just it's surprising. Yeah. It's 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 been a little bit of the coordinator. It's been transition. So my question is, Miami's defense is I kind of know what they are. They're they're opportunistic. They're they're kind of bend don't break, but they're very mid. It's more about Josh Allen. They just signed Cole Beasley. 
he's going to be playing. They basically have said, we have Stefan Diggs and then a bunch of fucking just dudes that we can't count on. So we're bringing back the anti-vaxxer, Cole Beasley. By the way, did you see Ian or Isaiah McKenzie's tweet? He said, welcome back, Cole Beasley. Like, the floor is yours. And somebody retweeted and said, um, like, something about that idiot anti-vaxxer. And then... Mackenzie responds to the tweet. He said, "Yeah, but he's our idiot anti-vaxxer." Here's what I will say about Josh Allen. I'm going to take the under on Josh Allen, and here's why: the UCL injury has definitely affected him. They've been, they've actually ran the ball a lot more recently. Um, they're getting that with that Cook dude involved. He's had a couple big games. The Singletary. I mean, it really depends on how much, like I said, it really depends. Like with the, with Lawrence matchup, it's the same thing. How much? How is Miami gonna? If Miami scores a lot of points and they gotta throw the ball, then yeah, maybe. And if he's mm. having to scramble a lot and run around, but I mean, I just don't. With his elbow injury, I don't put him up there, like in the elite range. To be honest with you, he hasn't looked that great. Am I wrong? The running, the rushing, you're not. The throwing the ball has been very mid. The rushing has been bailing him out. Yeah. Um, against a weak defense, it depends if Miami shows up or not. I could see a smash, but I would not be surprised. In the snow. Oh, yeah, I mean, I guess. In the snow, he, he's, he's running a lot. I don't, I don't think he's going to get there passing. He's going to have to run the ball quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Good insight. So, a couple other interesting notes on this matchup. We've got. Uh, Pacheco versus Houston. That looks like a smash. Pacheco's yeah, come on uh, really well. Um, and then we, we're going to see, right? So uh, homerism in its purest form. We've got Chris in his <laughs> Jag stack. He's got Lawrence, Etienne, and Ingram against Dallas. So yeah. you live by the stack, you die yeah. by the stack, right? Yeah. Like this is one where if Dallas shows up, he could be in fucking trouble. Um, yeah, he all, yeah he catch, and he catches. I mean, Bryson's team's been kind of sliding for a while, but he catches Bryson in a, in a bad week with some good matchups. Yeah, you've got Kelsey against Houston, which we just saw. Houston's got a pretty good defense, but the Chiefs are another a, a different beast. Yeah, Aaron um, Jones coming off a bye. Coming um, off a bye against the Rams, they should yeah. have the ball a lot. I mean, Pacheco. do you think Baker Mayfield's going to do it again? Probably not. Uh, right. Um, so. One thing in Chris's favor, he's got Miles Sanders versus Chicago. That's that's a smash play. Um, you should. Pro- I mean, I do feel like Sanders is kind of a little bit. He can get unlucky, right? They could be up yeah. thirty-four to sixteen, and yeah. <laughs> he could have sixty yards and right. just no touchdowns. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. Goff Goff has a tough matchup. Hopkins has a tough. That's matchup. what I was just going to bring that to, right? Goff, and so we got to give Chris some credit here. He he kind of called it out. We forgot to mention the last pod. The trade that probably saved his season was actually with Bryso, him sending Stafford and Slayton, who he'll be going up against this week for Goff, who's balled out. I mean, Goff the last few weeks. I mean, we've all been watching him. It's not loading up right now. Let's see, Goff twenty six, twenty one, seventeen last three weeks. But now he gets his most difficult test in the last month at the Jets. Also, the stats on his home road splits are staggering. Mm-hmm. He is a completely different quarterback on the road. Um, so, yeah, to your point, definitely an interesting week. Right now he's a 11-point favorite with the current uh, scores updated. Is, um, is Sauce Gardner healthy? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I mean, yeah. you know, he in the golf talking about him on the radio today. Yeah, the golf Amon Ross St. Brown stack is looking tough with Sauce Gardner out there. Yeah. That's uh that's I don't a, think Sauce has been traveling though. I mean I heard him talking about it on the radio this morning and Yeah, I think you're right. They just kinda of play him on he his plays own. Plays on one side. Yeah. yeah. And Amon Ross he, all over the place. Dude, there was the, the the discussion on the radio I heard today was they were literally talking about Sauce being not just an amazing rookie, but the best corner in the league. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah. I mean, and sure. it, there's merit to the to the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I looked, saw some stat. He, yeah, who is it that he just played? I think it was Diggs, and Diggs didn't even get a fucking catch on him, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like the whole game. I feel like that's been going on all season. They're like, you know, when they played the Bills, there was four attempts. You know, Sauce's way, and he batted three of them away, and it was over four. Like that's kind of how it's been with him. I mean, that guy, he's definitely, he's probably the best, if not, you know, top two for sure. Yeah. So, uh, all right, final update here. I mean, but yeah, I think that kind of encapsulates it, right? You've got Bryson and his Bills, Allen and McKenzie against Miami, Pacheco and Kelsey against Houston. Um, he did pick up Paris Campbell, which I think is an interesting play against Minnesota. And then currently we've got Purdy at 16 points. And the San Francisco defense, which another nice pickup by Ginger Ninja. Yeah, that was close. He scooped those off waivers. And, dude, we got to – this is just another bonkers thing. I do pick on Chris because he always gets the fab but doesn't know how to use it. Um, Jesus, he did. He picked these guys up off free agency in the last few weeks 13, 13, 19, 16, 13. Jesus, fuck. that's stupid. Yeah, so, I would just say, all, right. all in all, Chris has a stronger team, but Bryson's got the better matchup, so should be an interesting match week, you know, see how it, it plays be, out. It's an interesting matchup for sure. So, I mean, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead, Namir. No, I so say you got you got some real blow up possibilities on both sides, but then you also got tough yeah. matchups on both sides. So I don't know. I mean, Darius Slayton's got tough tough match matchup against Washington. You got, yeah, you know, Amon Ra. Like you said, if they you know Sauce shuts him down, it, it's it's interesting. You got this uh, Jacksonville stack that could or could not yeah. pan out. Yeah, Hopkins. I do love the Vernon uh, Sertain. He's been freaking yeah. locked down. That's another one. Yeah. Also with Colt McCoy playing quarterback. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Colt McCoy. Yeah. I mean, Hopkins yeah, is actually performed pretty well with Colt. He just gets peppered yeah, with targets. Cool. But you know the mm -hmm. he, we got someone like Isaiah McKenzie though. That's one of those things where he can kind of make or break you. I mean, if he if he catches a touchdown pass, that could be the difference maker. Honestly. Yeah, dude, McKenzie has historically torched Miami. I mean, the six, except for the last game, they, they seemed to finally figure out who he was. Um, but, yeah, for like three games in a row over a few years, he crushed them. Um, but, yeah, I will say probably the best matchup of the weekend, you have the juggernaut that has been the Detroit Lions offense going against the Jets defense. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, that um, should be a fun game. All right, we'll come back and get predictions after the next one. So the second matchup, we have the number four seed, Gasman. In a rematch from two weeks ago versus the fifth seed, Big League Chew. I'm currently a 13-point favorite. Um, start this off, some interesting matchups. We have Eckler versus Kamara. And when you hear that out loud, you're thinking, what? That's not interesting. But you've got Kamara against Atlanta. That's in a dome. Kamara in a dome. Atlanta, was, you can do a lot worse than that, in my opinion. Eckler also has got man. Tennessee. What's up? I think Camaro's really sneaky this week. I mean, I have him in a, a, a DFS lineup. I think he's, yeah, he's just nobody's on him. Um, 
he's been underwhelming a little bit. And but like you said, it's Atlanta in the dome. I think he's he's a sneaky play this week, man. I think he's gonna have a really good. So to your point, and then I want to get your take, Jeremy. Um, I I think there's it makes a lot of sense what you're saying because not only that, but he's been horrible lately. And yep. Dennis Allen is getting called out for it because they're not using him the right way. Dennis Allen just had a quote in the press where he said they're going to start, you know, they understand they need to use him better than they have been. So this is setting up for the week where they finally decide maybe we should throw this guy the ball in space. Who knows? Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> it also could be poetic that he goes and goes off, you know, against me as says I the one that traded him away and got Eckler. Um, and then Jeremy, the question for you is, so we've got Eckler against Tennessee. He's got a good run defense. Obviously Eckler catches passes. They've been using him really well, but other receivers are now healthy. Uh, Eckler's 20 point projection. Camara's 16. Um, what kind of odds would you need to bet Camara wins that matchup? Hmm. I honestly don't trust Camara at all, even against Atlanta. Um, Eckler you know, it's funny about Eckler is like he's he's like the one guy who's kind of always voiced that like he doesn't want to be the bell cow, um, and it and it seems like he, like he's actually becoming more of a bell cow and catching more passes with his receivers back because he's just getting less less attention. You know, nobody's really kind of mm-hmm. he's he's got a lot more space to work with because safeties and linebackers are preoccupied with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams being back. Um, Yep. So, yeah, I mean, and I just honestly, I Alvin Kamara is probably one of my favorite fantasy players of all time. I've had him for years. I always targeted him, but I think his best days are behind him. Um, I would take Eckler in this matchup 100%. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, Eckler had 15 targets two weeks ago, yeah. <laughs> which is just stupid. Um, okay, so the next uh, kind of notable storyline, we've got Tua and Waddle in Buffalo. So, Amir, I know you were watching that game pretty closely um, in San Diego because you were talking shit <laughs> while they were playing pretty badly. Um, I've done, I've read a bunch of stuff on it because everybody kind of just hangs this on Tua. It was definitely a lot on Tua because basically what teams realized is we're not going to let you take away these chunk plays. So, they started scheming up some stuff and Tua just kept forcing the 25 yard shots where there was some stuff underneath. Now they've come out and said like, they've realized what they need to do. I didn't expect Raheem Mostert to catch a bunch of passes uh, this week, but, and the other narrative too is Miami in the snow, but everybody forgets that these players played in college. They played all over the place. Um, But Amir, Tua and Waddle in Buffalo in what could be a shootout, you know, are you are you confident that Tua's eighteen or Waddle's eleven gets they go over that or under? I, I mean, I think Tua does go over. I think Waddle. Uh, I don't know. There's there's kind of been a decline, not just in his uh, performance, but his usage. I mean, he's banged up though. He's on the field yeah, less. I think that's what it he's is. Running yeah. less plays, he's getting less targets. He's so I I don't I don't really know. I'm not as Hip with what's going on in Miami, but I just know that he's just not being used as much. He's not being utilized half as much as he was early in the season. So, Waddle, I don't know. You know, I think Tua, though, I think he'll have to. I do think that these teams are going to score on each other. Um, um, so, I, I think Tua is going to have a decent game. But I just think that this matchup, 
I mean, I know we're going kind of player by player, but uh, I just unfortunately sorry, Greg. I think uh, this might be it for you, buddy. Oh, gas man. Um, Dare to dream. Yeah, it's just <laughs> I don't know, as much as I love McLaurin, he's been playing better with um, Heineke. But uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. It's you know, you, when you look at it side by side, it's like oh. <laughs> well, the, the interesting things for Gasman, so this is, he's got fields against Philly. Um, what are we going to get there, right? Are we going to get That's just – awesome uh, okay. That's the game I'm watching this weekend for sure. That game is going to be fireworks. So I can't wait. That game scares the shit awesome. out of me, right? Because, I mean, fields didn't – he didn't have many design runs last week. But, you know, I in a game where he's going to have to score, you could see him going off. Yeah. He's got Mike Williams against Tennessee. Tennessee's defense is pretty uh, – pass defense is bad. But then this is what I'm the most worried about, gentlemen. If I because I always try to see the storylines, right? And I fast forward to Monday night at eight fifteen and the fucking beautiful baby boy, Christian Watson, that descended <laughs> from heaven. Yeah. Picked up, 30, up a thirty burger, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. He came <laughs> down, he gave life to my team, dude. Gave life. I'm worried that he's gonna take it away. <laughs> it's just gonna be the one that got me here comes back to fucking slip my throat. Yeah, your um, zero dollar Fab acquisition that basically brought you back into the mix, got you a playoff spot, is going to be your demise. That would be probably not, base, not basically percent did. Oh, no, one hundred, yeah, for sure. Did. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, and I heard that's all my that they're actually too. in the bye week are actually going to start scheming the guy up. Like, they haven't been scheming, like, scheming him up in the Dude, at all. Exactly. They haven't so now even if they do. If they start throwing him like little, uh, Screens and receiver screens. Yeah, dude's slants. a freak, man. Well, they they did they gave him a handoff last week and he yeah. took what like fifty it's yards for a touchdown. Yeah, it's yeah. taken them this long for them to realize he is their most explosive offensive player. So when I had him the first week that I had him, I was watching that whole game because I actually I had a bet on him getting two touchdowns, which I think I hit whatever it wasn't, but it was maddening to watch because you know this dude is lights out and they're just sending him on these go routes and they're they're hitting randall cobb with the drag (laughs) you know 14 yards down the field and he's wide fucking open and he's catching it and then he's just getting tackled and it's like dude you've got a guy where if he has one step he's gone so to, to your point amir it does make sense that they're finally like yeah let's just feed this dude which is terrifying my only hope is that they get up a good amount on the Rams and they just decide to use Aaron Jones. So I do want to say this. I don't think that is what this matchup hinges on. I do think it's the, the two of Waddle stack. Um, it seems, you know, we were talking about it like a couple days ago, how teams are just kind of, they're dropping their linebackers back into that kind of mid range zone where, where Tua likes to drop his passes in on crossing routes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Tua's a very accurate passer, but he doesn't have a big arm. So he's not real good at going deep. So those intermediate passes have been taken away by those linebackers dropping. And with Waddle being banged up, man, they just haven't looked the same the last few weeks. Um, and they're playing a good defense. So I honestly yeah. think – yeah, but I actually think your matchup hinges on that stack. Um, if they can, if if McDaniel's can somehow scheme away for that offense to click in Buffalo, um, I think I think a lot of it does. Right. If you look at these three players against the the other three players in the same position, so you go 
basically echo. Amir, I'm just trying to make it interesting and I make I wanna make Brandon <laughs> sweat a little bit, right? <laughs> it's just it's, it's working, hard. I'm looking at the waiver wire wire right now to see who I can put in for Tua. I wanna <laughs> I want it to come down to his beloved Miami Dolphins. <laughs> but I, I am yeah, but to, to Amir's we point, were, yeah. We I, were basement I, brothers several weeks ago, so I am pulling for you. Thanks for bringing the beanbag chair, dude. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, to your point, Amir, I think what you're saying, the Camara, Montgomery, McLaurin, Eckler, Henry, Adams. Um, that's interesting. I, Garrett, Wal- Garrett Wilson against Detroit versus Mike Williams in Tennessee. That's another good one. Um, yeah. Both of those players, I think, should go over their, their projection. But... Yeah, Tennessee's got trash pass defense. Yeah. Chris Moore was is an interesting one. He was on waivers. That's why I sent that gift. Couldn't believe the ginger ninja just doesn't wow, dude. Kenneth Walker just running like a madman. Um, but he could be interesting if both uh, Cooks and Nico Collins don't play. He dude, he got like fourteen targets last week. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's uh, let's make projections here. So. We'll start. We'll start with mine, Amir. It sounds like you said it was it was, it was a done deal, uh, Jeremy. Which side are you leading on this one? Yeah, I mean, I got you winning by at least fifteen this week. Love it. Hopefully, we didn't just curse my team. Appreciate the uh, <laughs> the, the uh, insight there, fellas. Let's talk again about CD and Bryso. Jeremy, you first. Do you see an upset? Okay. No. The Chosen One will continue his run. He's got 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions in the last four weeks. He continues that this weekend, and CD comes out with a victory. Um, I'd say a pretty decisive one as well. Okay. Amir, what do you think? Yeah, I can agree. I actually kind of agree that he's going to pull that out. I mean, it's it looks like it's just it's kind of lining up for him this week. He's got some good matchups here. So uh, at the end of the day, I don't really think it matters. I think Sam Sambo's going to win this thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, that's a good way. That's a good segue to the next section. So, all right, um, we got we got proje- uh, predictions from. Uh, Bill or Phil, sorry, and um, Chris. So let's start with you, Amir. Um, who's your? What is your prediction for who makes it to the championship, and uh, who do you think wins it? So if CD uh, wins and I win, it would be me versus Sam and CD versus Najee. That's tough, man. I I think honestly. Uh, with 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 the Henry trade, I think I kind of set you up, man. Hey, you have a really good team with a solid with with a solid, uh, you know. Um, uh, and before you answer to... that, and before you answer that, <laughs> let me just give you some insight. So yeah. this is why I like my chances. If I can get by this week, next week Miami's at home against Green Bay. And... Well, that's what I was about to say. Like a couple of your players have some really good matchups. I know what Henry's matchups look like. You know? Yeah. And I, you know, I was looking at. I think it was Adams earlier. Who I was looking at? No, it wasn't Adams. I think he had like 
a tougher matchup, but there's somebody on your team. So Adams next week gets uh, he's got New England this week and then Pitt Eckler. next week. Eckler, and, and then Indy, the Rams, yep, and then the Rams. Yep. Yeah. So I was looking at Eckler, Henry. I mean, you you've got some matchups that really are playing in your favor, and uh, you know the other teams here. I really like. I, it's tough, man. I think you got a good chance. I think you got a good chance to make it in there with Sam. Um, but as, as much well, as you I, hate so, me saying it, I think Ginger's got a solid chance too. Man, he's been putting up numbers recently, and it's yeah. And if he wins this week, I mean, if Lawrence, you know, that's what I was saying. I kind of regretted that trade I made with Lawrence and Hawk. It's more because of Lawrence. Like what Lawrence has been doing in the last little bit of time here, he's been yeah. Not just serviceable, but he's been putting up some big games too. Like very good. Lawrence is the uh, 2023 MVP. You heard it here, fellas. That's a good bet to put in. I mean, dude, they're going to have Calvin Ridley. Get the fuck out of here. I know, man. Crazy. Go they ahead. Might and, have um, Calvin, they might have Calvin Ridley. We'll <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'll just, uh, just to add that context, Sam was, was chirping me earlier and saying he hopes he wins, I win so he can beat me next week. And I said, be careful what you wish for because my matchups next week are good. I would rather play Sam next week than in the championship because in week 16, they get a lot more difficult. So, um, yeah, we'll see. But it would be me versus – and then we'll see. Anything can happen. I'm not going to curse myself, knock on wood. But it would be Najee versus CD and then me versus Sam. So, I guess with those two matchups, who, how do you think it shakes out of here? I, I think uh, I think CD's got a good I, I think CD's got a good shot here, man. I think mm, he's been playing so really CD. well late, lately and he's been putting up a lot of points. And if his teams can mm. keep doing that, I mean, you know, Cook is always ready to blow up. ATN's always ready. I mean, CD, you know, he's got to get uh, Monra. They move him around so much. He's mm-hmm. really the big question is if Ingram keeps doing what he's doing. If Ingram keeps doing what he like, even a little bit what he did last week, it's it's over. <laughs> yeah. I mean. And I have yeah. Sanders on my team that's been on fire lately in my other league. And, you know, Sanders, dude is just killing it, man, quietly. I, I mean, yeah. nobody's talking about him that much, but he's, he's on yeah. fire right now. So, so I you'd say CD and then um, – I say CD, I guess... and, and if you're going against Sam, well, I think it's going to be CD and Sam at the end there, man. CD and Sam. Okay. Yeah. Jeremy, what about you? So – I want with every fiber of my being for CD and Big League Chew to be in the finals. Oh, God. Let's oh go. Oh, my God. It'd be, I'm going to turn off all notifications on the app. Bro. <laughs> it's going to be like 800 messages for I sure. Love, <laughs> I love Sambo. Sambo, I love you. You built a strong team. Um, I think it's too good to be true. <laughs> Big League Two is going to take you down next week. CD is going to cruise into the finals, and we are going to see the ultimate shit-talking finals <laughs> in fantasy football history. And it's going to be glorious, and it's going to make this shit-ass season all worth it in the end. That would that would be incredible. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if, if that happens... That's best-case we'll scenario. 
probably have to get a film crew. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I um, hard knocks. I would hard knocks. Hard knocks. <laughs> football. Fifteen years in making. And the funny thing is, is and, and for anybody that doesn't know, because um, if they only see the chats that come through, Chris and I are actually very good friends. <laughs> um, Chris also just had a baby. Is his son is a little bit older than my daughter, so. Uh, he is a very good friend of mine and also somebody that I just fucking can't stand half the time I'm talking to because <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's good at what he does and he's very stubborn. Um, I would after, offer my opinion here. I'm going to say this I, as much as I hate to say it. Um, his team looks very strong. I think if he, I do think this could be, if there's, there's a week he's going to lose in the next two weeks, it's this week. Yeah. Um, because of the matchups we said, I, I think Najee's team is a little fugazi. No offense, Steven, you know it is. Um, I think CD would crush him next week. Um, and then in the championship, I mean, I'd have to look at the matchups, but um, I know it'd be a little bit tough for you with Miami against New England. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like my chances next week if I can make it through. And I think that I love the storylines too. Sambo has come so far. Um, we're all proud of him, but I think he needs to, he needs to kind of die 10 feet from the finish line first. And then feel that pain. Happen, man. I think what's going to put him over the edge, honestly, <laughs> is the Zonovan Knight. I think that is he's been struggling with running back. What a call. And I think that that player, because he's stacked at receiver, tight end, quarterback. I mean, he's always kind of had a oh, wow. running back this year. And that pickup, dude, Zonovan Knight's going to put him over the edge. You read he's that? Running. That might. That's a great point, Amir, because Zonovan Knight this week gets Detroit. Next week he gets Jacksonville. Week 17, oh, yeah. he gets Seattle, who has a shit run defense. Yeah. I think he's going to win the four, man. That's spicy. I like that. Okay. Well, gentlemen, we have covered it. I started out saying this was going to be 30 minutes, but the conversation has been incredible. We went much longer than that. Um, any parting words for listeners before we go? Amir, you first. Uh, yeah, man. Just good luck. Y'all, you know, win some money. Sucks I can't. Enjoy my money as much as you can. <laughs> um, you know, I'll see you cats next year. Do it again. And uh, try not to suck as bad. And try not to make as many trades with that. Uh, <laughs> just a just a few though, right? Just a couple. Yeah, maybe, a couple. maybe one or two. Exactly. Just, uh, All right. Really, just sit sit tight for a little longer. <laughs> I can get desperate exactly. after week two. <laughs> exactly. All right, and Jeremy, parting words. Parting words. I said it before. I'll say it again. I fucking hate you all. <laughs> but good luck, anyways. Should be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna I'll be, be fun. Be watching from the sidelines. Oh yeah. All right. Well, guys, thanks for coming on. This was a ton of fun. I know it's late, so we've got one minute twenty seconds left in the fourth quarter. San Francisco's up twenty-one thirteen. It's over. Looks man. like you're yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's pretty done. sure you paused, bro. Yeah, you're behind. It's over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Hulu. Oh, dude, who just took that to the house for the Niners? He didn't tell. He he got tackled at like the two. Yeah. Was that yeah, Jordan I Mason? A, I think it was a turnover, wasn't it? Nah, it was their backup running back. What's uh, his name? Uh, I missed my parlay. On yeah, Mason. Game. It was Mason. Yep. So I missed my parlay by God, ten yards. If um, Goodwin caught one pass for ten yards, oh, man, I'd have four hundred bucks. I hit everything else. The anytime touchdown for Kittle. My rushing yards for. Uh, 
from McCaffrey, San Fran covered. Three out of four, man. If Goodwin man. catches a 10-yard pass, I got 400 bucks. <sighs> That's pain. That's pain. Yeah, it sucks. Well. All right, folks. All right, man. Yo, this was fun. Real. We'll catch you guys later. All right. All right. Night, Peace. fellas. I'm not fucking leaving!